Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. All right, guys, what's going on? Before we get started, before I get Gus on, first of all, I just want to say there's a little couple housekeeping things. First of all, I hope you guys are staying safe. Um, I hope everybody's uh, staying clean, staying healthy, staying occupied, um, being productive, pursuing their goals maybe that they didn't have the time to do before. So I hope that's happening. But before we get into the podcast, guys, listen, 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 listen. This podcast, I put a lot of time and effort into it, and I don't run any ads, which might change if anybody actually ever called me, um, but we try to entertain. We try to occupy your guys' time and uh, and try to provide a lot of value. So we just ask, like, you know, we don't ask you to pay or anything like that. We just ask that to help grow this platform, help grow our message, help, you know, grow you know, whatever, to help influence and inspire people and, and make people laugh and you know, just so people can enjoy it. I mean, obviously, I have the big guests on every once in a while, too. Um, I mean, a lot more than every once in a while. You can go look at my guest list. It's it's pretty jam-packed. We just ask that you share it. Just share it with one person. Share it with 10 people. Share it on your story. I don't care. Just share it. You know, pay the fee. Help us grow this podcast. Help us, you know, influence and encourage as many people as possible and uh, and also entertain I'm not going to lie. There's a financial incentive there. I want to do this for a living. But uh, but that is not why I started it. I had no clue that you could make money doing podcasts when I started doing YouTube and podcasting and stuff. I just felt like you know, people had said, hey, you, you can influence. Maybe you should try YouTube. And um, you know, you're a funny guy. Whatever the reason is, I just felt called to do it. So, um, so yeah, if you guys uh, are listening, stop what you're doing right now. Click those three dots. Click share and send it to somebody. It doesn't matter who. Ask them to listen to it. Also, make sure you go subscribe so you know every time I get a uh, or every time I drop a uh, podcast, we have one every Monday with Gus and myself. And then also, I'm doing big guests periodically. So probably about once a week, I'll have somebody big on. Um, I try to get it once a week. It's more like maybe once every two weeks. So, um, but some of the guests are really big. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to branch out. So if you know somebody, maybe, um, you know, most of my guests have been fighters and stuff. Uh, I got Isis Lowry, a gymnast, all-American gymnast from Oregon State coming on tomorrow. And then I'm in the works of getting Josh Bridges, former Navy SEAL, CrossFit Games athlete. Um, so I, I like to branch out. I want to get as many people that I'm interested in talking to as possible on. So if you know anybody, um, if you have connections, uh, reach out to me on Instagram. And I'd be more than happy to uh, to check it out and see if hey maybe this person would you know I'd, I'd enjoy having a conversation with. So um, make sure you guys leave a review. Make sure you subscribe so you're notified, and uh, leave a comment as well. So let's uh, let's get into it. Dude, finally answer the phone. Jeez. Where the heck is Carl? Who? Carl. Where's he at? Thank God he's not here. I don't know. Is he not jumping in? 
that bum, bro. I swear. I hate that guy. Oh my gosh. What's up? I can't believe you invited him on again. <sighs> I don't know, it's man. Like, he's probably gonna like go down like the worst guest of the year. We're having those that award ceremony at the end of the year, right? Yeah, it's gonna be big. I mean, yeah. we had to push it back a little bit because you know there was. I think we had like eight or nine hundred people coming. So, mm-hmm. and then we tried to scale it down to two fifty when they made the law, and then and then now it's nothing, obviously. Yeah. So. And then when Tom Brady got in the mix, you know, they got extra wild. Yeah. Well, he was like, hey, you know, because normally it was like plus one, and he was like, hey, I want to bring Giselle and the kids and all that. And I was like, he's like, if the kids don't come, Giselle's not coming. And I'm like, well, we got to make sure Giselle comes. So, like, yeah, dude. Bring Giselle. I mean, just listen to her name. Yeah. So she might get an award for best guest, even though she's never been on the show and has no clue who I am. Dude, she might get an award for something. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you know she makes twice as much money a year as him. I don't believe that. It's true, or she's worth twice as much as him. His net worth is like 150 million, and hers is like 300 and something million. Dude, how does that even happen? I don't know. What are you eating? Pasta and scram. No, I mean, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, some roast beef, some chicken, <laughs> some pizza. Oh, this is gonna be the most boring podcast ever. I didn't eat breakfast today, dude. I'm unintentionally intermittent fasting. Bro, I've been intermittent fasting for like the last month. You want a medal? Okay, you're just like 95% of everybody else on YouTube and Instagram. I'm intermittent fasting. <laughs> Why don't you show me let me eat my pasta? Okay? Why are you eating pasta on a podcast? He said, "Hey, I call you," and I'm like, "Hey, what? You know? Okay, wait one second. I gotta get these headphones off. This is not working for me." I call you, and I'm like, "Hey, what time you want to do the podcast?" You're like, "Let's let's do it at seven my time." Which we always go off your time, which is really annoying because it's my podcast. I feel like we should be going on my time. It's all my time. And then I get on the phone, and what are you doing? You're eating. We got on to Carlos about this last week. Yeah, but Carl's different. How is he different? He's cooler? Look at him. He's a freaking loser. Look at him. Me, I'm a freaking alpha A1 stud. A1 steak sauce. The double champ does what he wants. The double champ does what the bad word he wants. Yeah, he'll say that. He'll say that. How's your week been, man? I haven't talked to you since our last podcast. Thank God. Yeah, it's been working, man. Working? Working, working them yeah. streets. Jeez, <laughs> I'm Carl sorry. I'm sorry Carl to all my up, listeners. Man. I had Carl to. He softballed the, it to me. I got the leggings on and the the stilettos. Okay, for some reason, much? my call recorder is saying we've only been going for a minute. That can't be right. Time goes really slow when you're having fun, right? I don't, Wait, know. I don't think it's. I think it's. I don't know. This call's been going on for a while. Uh, you're an idiot. Don't call me an idiot, bro. I'll kill you. You couldn't kill me because, first of all, you're all the way in North Dakota. Where? where what state North Dakota. I'm in California. How dare you, son? Whatever, dude. It's the same thing. Oh. So what do you mean? You've been working. What are you doing? What are you doing for work? Obviously, you're not um, doing shameless things. What are you doing for work? 
I'm working at a uh, very prestigious grocery store. Oh, is it Trader Joe's? Please tell me. to get in there. Is it Trader Joe's? No, it's called Kroger. Oh, that's worse, bro. That's that's like the biggest chain there is, because Kroger and Ralph's and uh, Safeway are like all the same. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're basically a loser in three different companies. Hmm. Well. I'm in charge. I'm not in charge of anything, but <laughs> they don't let me. They don't put me in charge of anything. I'm they not even in charge of myself. I'm not even. Yeah, they have somebody watch me all the day. <laughs> and have a, put a helmet on. I've been there for three months, and they still say I'm in training. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my sister just walked out here being nosy. <laughs> go away, Megan. Go away, Megan. Tell Megan I said go away. Yeah, I told her. Excuse me, I have a question for you. How come even... How come every time we get on the podcast, you're always being mean to women? The women in your family are just abused by you on your podcast. They're like, they just come out like with their chains and shackles on. You're like, get back in your cell. That went really dark really fast. But hey, well, that's how it is. If you guys, first of all, if you guys don't believe me, go look at any podcast. Gus has been on it where like, I think the grandpa one. Which one was that? I don't know. When we had Jeremy on, so it'll say Jeremy Fuentes. His sister walked in, and he just like he's like, "Megan, get the hell out of here!" That was my other sister. Okay. Okay, so multiple sisters getting berated by you. You're a tyrant, bro. Hmm? Are you sexist? Are you not a feminist, bro? It's 2020. You got to be more woke. I'm a. Uh... Here's a bold statement. Think the world would be a better place if there was. You know, never mind. <laughs> never mind. We're not ready for all that yet. Never mind. We're not popular enough to be political. We're not popular enough to start losing hey, fans. Keep people on the edge of the seat, though, because they're like, "Oh, what is he going to say? Is he going to say something bold and controversial?" One of these and days, end up saying nothing. One of these days, we're going to hit a certain number, and then we're just going to go off and say whatever the heck we want. Like it's all right. I already got your money. You can't all unsubscribe. Uh-huh. And then everybody yeah. unsubscribes. I wonder if that's ever happened. I wonder if ever anybody's ever had like a, a ton of follow. Like I know people lose followers, like you know. But I wonder if anybody's ever had like a hundred thousand, and then everybody just like like they go from like a hundred thousand. I wonder what like the biggest, like the most drastic loss of following well, has I think ever been. Mark Bell was trying to do that. He's trying to lose all his followers. Yeah, like for some dumb reason, he was like on Instagram trying to lose all of his followers. What was he doing? Yeah. Just cussing people out and stuff. He's on- like the road to zero. The road to zero followers. That's hilarious. Shout out to Smelly. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Yeah, he's a good guy. He, he hooked me up with a slingshot the other day. He's like, here you go, Gus. This is for you, man. This is for the podcast. Shout it out. I'm like, thanks, Smelly. I have a slingshot in my bag. It's right here. Nobody cares, okay? What do you mean? I have three... Nobody, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help promote. And you're just like, you're literally like, no, nobody cares. It's always about you, man. It's always about you. You're like, I got, I got a screenshot in my hands. I got like, I got like two. You know, okay. Well, let me just, let me just, um, in case you forgot, let me just, uh, remind you the podcast is called, it's all about who, you know, with Christian Robertson, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. It says nothing about Augustus Boyd, except in the bio, which happened on episode 10. Yeah. I had nine yeah. whole episodes without you, bro. Hey, man. You don't want me to upstage you. And I get that. I would feel insecure, too. 
if I had my own podcast, and then every now and then I would have my buddy come on that was just like way cooler than I was. Bro, I have an Olympic gymnast. Or not Olympic, I'm sorry, an All-American gymnast coming on tomorrow, okay? And possibly Josh Bridges in the next week. So I really don't want to hear it. Um, what's his name? <laughs> the gymnast. It's a girl. That's a surprise. Ugh. I just don't, I'm just not as sexist as you are. I don't automatically assume that a gymnast has to be female. I'm not assuming anything. No, it's okay, man. You're it's 2020. You're still sexist. You're still that backwards mindset. Can women not be doctors either? Have you ever heard that that joke or not the joke, but like the riddle? It's like, um, yeah, yeah. That's we got to talk about this because that is crazy. I don't want to really get into some feminist stuff, but that is a weird one because I had I literally was like I have no clue who the doctor is. Yeah, me too. Whenever I heard that, I mean, I was younger. I was like. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody was younger when they heard it. That's how things work. Carlos just texted, can't today. Sorry, just saw this. Dude, we're a loser. Freaking backstabber. So anyway, for those of you guys listening, actually, you know what? I'm going to get in some plugs, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm plugging right now. All right, this is my time to shine. Why do you I'm keep plugging. going back and forth? I don't even know what the delivery is. If you is. have not yet, guys... Go to my YouTube channel, all right? I'm doing vlogs every week, okay? I'm busting my butt. I'm trying to win the first form athlete search, which I feel like I'm very close to doing. Uh, so, guys, go subscribe. It's Christian Robertson on YouTube. This Nobody channel- wants to subscribe to your stupid YouTube channel, okay, with you playing with sandbags. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That was that was my father. That was uncalled for, man. That was, you know what? That was a- Apologize that and tell the people they should go subscribe. I apologize to the American people, people of America or the world, but not to Christian Robinson. Anyway, you guys should definitely go subscribe to that. I'm working hard. I'm doing my job. I'm trying to get paid. I'm trying to motivate and inspire people, but mostly get paid. And uh, yeah, go subscribe. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, we were talking about how women cannot be doctors. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> So like I said, first female guest, yeah, Isis Lowry, all-American all American gymnast, Isis Lowry coming on tomorrow. Um, you guys should definitely check that out. First female guest. How about that? 2020. I'm sorry. It took you this long. No, no, no. No, that's not right. You had Carl on. <laughs> and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy. Um, okay, so the joke for anybody that's wondering, what are you guys talking about? Okay. A son... And his dad get in a car wreck. And they both are rushed to the emergency room. And when they get there, the doctor says, that's my son. How can that be? Who is the doctor? And when I first heard it, I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, the dad's in the car with him. Like, how does yeah. this work? The doctor is the mom. <laughs> and, like, it's it's a weird one. Because, like, yeah, I remember the first it really time. stumps you, and then you kind of feel bad for being so stumped. I was like, <laughs> "Gosh darn it, I'm a horrible person." I know, like we had um, we had to go to in college. We had to go to um, this like I don't know what it was. It was in college. Let's just clarify: you haven't graduated yet, Mister. I have, and I'm oh, younger you than graduate? you. I'm younger than you. How does that make you feel? It makes you feel old. Yeah. 
All right, go ahead. Talk about talk about the college days, which is still. We going. had to go to some. This was uh, at this in Arkansas. We had to go to some like session about inclusivity, or I don't know. It was like oh, we had to do you some know, stuff being like sensitive yeah, we had to do feelings, oh, we had to do some stuff like that yeah, too. It was also, I loved it. It was very informative. Um, false. They, she told that false information. She maybe. told that. She told that little great old joke or whatever. And I felt like a complete idiot because before anybody can answer, I yelled uncle. This is uncle. And <laughs> Why are you all, you're always that guy. She she informed me very fast that, no, that was not the case. <laughs> no, the uncle is not the dad. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. not his real dad. His dad's not his dad. <laughs> yeah, create a whole backstory. Create a whole backstory of what happened. He was adopted <laughs> by his uncle. Who <laughs> was a CIA agent. And yeah. he trained him to be a, an op, a sleeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, we had to do one of those too. It was, it was so stupid. They brought the wrestling team in as like the guinea pig trial run to like preach their liberal leftist agenda or whatever about like. Okay, tra- no, no, well, okay. Let's clarify though. What's liberal leftist agenda? And uh, you say it in a negative connotation. Why is it bad? Huh? So they're trying to preach down our throats about like, you know, the transgender stuff and how, which, listen, if we're going to talk about facts, let's talk about facts, but I don't really want to get into it too much today, but that was a big topic where they were trying to tell us that, you know, there's more than two genders and stuff like that and how we were all wrong for thinking the way we thought and um, so that was one thing which I've spoken on this on my podcast. There was one that Quinn and I did called God's Heart for the Transgender. You guys should check that out, and I'll speak about it more. But I don't really want to get into it too much today. Um, I just don't have the energy for it. But that was one. Um, some of the racial stuff that I don't really necessarily agree with came up. Um, but like the wrestling team, like so, all this is happening, and like the wrestling team is like the most conservative place you're probably going to find on a college campus, you know? And so everybody's kind of like shutting these people down and they're saying something. Then the lady got really upset one day and I think she started crying or something. I don't know. It was bad. It was a bad deal. Oh our co- everybody was like, our coaches were laughing because they were like, yeah, they, they tried to, you know, preach this secular liberal agenda on our, on our guys and our guys kind of, you know, put them in their place <laughs> it was so funny Dude, yeah that's kind of how it was when we had like, we had to do it as a team too oh it's and it was uh it was bad yeah like, at one point like i had to tell people I was like guys you guys you guys chill all right let's just, yeah let's just get this thing done and Dude, like, well, my I, thing is like wait, it's because it's just like there, a bunch of it is just lies, and it's like all you have to do is be a little logical to like debunk this point. And here's the thing, you know, I, I talk very harshly about the points that they make and stuff like that, but like I went like the two instructors, like I went and had smoothies with them afterwards. Like I was like I made friends with them, like, and we went and we completely disagreed about certain things, um, and we were both we were all open and honest about it but we were able to have a conversation because they were good hearted people i just think they were a little bit misinformed and um i think they were coming more from a place of feelings not necessarily facts and like how the world actually works you know Mm -hmm. but yeah that's not to say i didn't like uh, them as people yeah with a lot of the i i guess i mean there's so many different ways you can go with that kind of uh that kind of stuff maybe with transgender folks man i don't 
I it's none of my business. It's, it's none of my business what someone wants to do, change their hair, change their name, you know, get a certain operation, surgery. Uh, that's, that's none of my business, and I'm like I'm libertarian on that standpoint, mm. like or I view it like as a libertarian, even though I'm not a libertarian, but I'm, yeah. in that way I view it. Yeah, is that like cause I don't I don't care. It's none of my business. And if you hey, look if, if someone uh, comes up to me and they're like, hey, I appreciate it was they were born on the birth certificate a boy, and then they decide that they're a girl, and they want to be called you know Tiffany or something, I would I would be I would be happy to oblige them and call them Tiffany and assume or call them ma'am or whatever. It would be weird, but I would do it because I'm a polite person most of the time like that. Yeah. With strangers. With strangers, I'm pretty polite. Uh, because, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, uh, I know you, you, you know, you stand more on, you're very open about and very you wear it all on your sleeve about like what you're where you stand on certain issues and you're very on one side you know and i respect that you know i'm a little bit more in the open you know I just, yeah that's yeah i don't i mean and this isn't something i haven't thought about like obviously we don't you know because you know here's the thing is if somebody has something that they want to say that's against what i believe that's perfectly fine. I have no problem having the discussion and the conversation because one, most of the things I believe, if not all of them, I've gone into great lengths to study, to understand, and I'm willing to be wrong. Like I've been wrong in conversations before. I've been wrong in discussions and arguments and I'm willing to admit, Hey, I was wrong there. Um, with this, I feel like when people do this one, I feel like that mindset of like I don't care is kind of why we're having the issues we are now that are very negative and clearly negative. And, and this is not a knock on you, Gus. This is just you know how I feel about the situation because one, I feel like people are hurting themselves. You know, I feel like if somebody's going to blatantly hurt themselves, you know, if you look at you know statistics for suicide in the transgender community, it's you know the same as you know it's very paralleled with um, you know mental health patients and stuff like that. People that we treat. Uh, people that we try to help, and I think when you just kind of put a blanket over the problem, it uh, I think it affects people, and that's more where I'm coming from, and, and that's what I try to get across, is I'm not coming from a place of, I disagree with you, and I hate you, and I don't like you, it's, no, I legitimately feel like you're harming yourself. Now, I'm not going to come up to somebody that's just, you know, standing around, I don't think that's my place, you know, I think you need to have a relationship with somebody before you start critiquing who they are as a person or you know critiquing some of the things they believe and I think there's a line to be towed there but I, I'm definitely not going to have somebody force me or tell me what I can and can't say in regards to you know their biology or whatever because here's the thing like let's say somebody comes up to me and is like you know clearly a man clearly given those parts you know at birth and they're like uh, or you know, I I want to be identified as a woman. I I would say, can I just call you by your name? That's how I've handled that in the past, and and I feel like that's the most respectful common ground that I can find because morally, it's conflicting for me to call somebody something that they're not. And two, you know, let's get to the root of it. Like, okay, but what about you? Are you saying is a woman? Like, what what's the de define woman for me then? And then when they start trying to define woman, they get to all these physical traits. It's like, 
but that's not what you're identifying with. You know what I mean? Like you don't have that. You can't identify with something that you're not. And so that's where I I kind of stand on that, like with the you know the issue there. So I try to just be like, hey, listen, I'll, I'll call you by your name. Uh, I'll call you whatever name you want to be called. Um, but don't you know? Don't ask me to do that. And for somebody to say, oh, I can't believe. Well, how is that not different? Like, how is that? How are you? How can you say that I'm harming you when you're blatantly coming at me and trying to get me to change my vernacular, my vocabulary, and all that to suit what you believe? I feel like that's really selfish too, you know? Yeah, I think the best way to go about it is just both. I think, but people just being more respectful of each other. Yeah, and and, and realizing that people are going to disagree with you on things. And I think. A lot of people make the mistake of viewing – if they, they make the mistake of thinking that if everybody else in the world was just like them, it would be a better place. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I know for sure the world would not be a better place if everybody was just like me. No. You know, I've got some well, good qualities about yeah. me and I've got some bad qualities about yeah. me. And it's well, that's, that's what, how it is. Well, that's what I – mean, just think about like – and I'm not trying to interrupt you. I mean I am interrupting you and I'm trying to but I'm – gonna let you continue but like just think of like a marriage like if you get two people that are exactly the same like it doesn't it doesn't work out well that's why i believe like marriage is between man and woman like one of the big reasons is because men and women are supposed to like complement each other not supposed to be exactly alike like if you marry somebody that's exactly like you that's gonna be tough because you know let's just say like on a very practical standpoint like you like doing the dishes they like doing the dishes but nobody likes cleaning the house you know, that's practical. That's, you know, a little different. But think about that in personality traits. Like somebody's extroverted. Somebody's, you know, extra or two people are extroverted. Like it just, there's certain things that like you want to have somebody that balances you, not somebody that is exactly like you in every regard. Because then you're just going to have conversations where you just agree all the time too. And that's yeah. not healthy either. Because yeah. then you're never, ch- if you're just agreeing with somebody, you're never challenged. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you do need to be challenged in relationships. Yeah, you know, and that's the same thing. You know, we were talking about this. a lot of people on both on both sides of the spectrum in terms of beliefs and ideals. They think that that everything needs to be their way. Mm-hmm. You know, this way. There's no in between. There's no. There's none of that. You know, everything needs to be exactly how they view the world. And honestly, if you look back at history, it, things a lot of people have thought about like that way. For a long time and it ended badly you know just think about like world war ii yeah things like that going down yep it's just not good man it's yep. not good think about all the all the the famine that happened in, in maoist china and soviet union yeah like people don't realize that i remember i didn't realize that either so i studied in college you know i studied like objectively just reading about it in books how many people actually died like a hundred million people yeah <clears throat> and it was because so many people were so stuck in their ways like they yeah. were, or they wanted to everybody to think just the same yeah and they got rid of anybody who thought differently yeah and well, it ended really badly and it's sad we did yeah. that we forget about that like we forgot we forgot what happens when everybody tried to think the same and they try to cast out cast out anybody persecute anybody who thought differently yeah and we and, and and it's funny because a lot of the people on the left they look at the old school right like the old racist white guy which is a real thing it really happens it was and it, it made life hell for a lot of people and they want to go and use the same tactics act the same way that those those old bad people did yeah 
And you can't fight fire with fire. It's just not the way. And, no. And one thing that I think is really revolutionary is, is it, dude, in the Bible, you know, it talks about when, like, it was so revolutionary for Jesus to say, like, love your enemy. Yeah. Like, yeah. like just, like, love, like, love is the only way to defeat anger and hatred and things like that. It's not with more anger and hatred and spite. It's just love. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I'm look. I'm actually looking up the verse right now, but um, yeah, man, you're so right because it's just like the very thing that you're complaining about. It doesn't make it right to do just because they did it first. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, and I think that's sad. And I th- and I've, I've talked about this like with any relationship that's going to be reconciled. Like you kind of, it's not healthy to continue to throw the same things at people. You know, it's not healthy to continue to throw the same mistakes at the people that have done it in the past. And I had a point I wanted to go off of, but, um, yeah, I just think, um, you know, in regards to all that, that, uh, one, I think history is a great indicator of, you know, history does repeat itself. And, and then two, with what you said about, um, what you said about Jesus, like it was, you know, cause they, when they read the Bible and they interpreted it, they expected Jesus to come, you know, cause the Bible talks about like a King will be born and a King will come and rule. And they were so stuck in their, you know, the earthly ways, a big reason that the Pharisees and the Sadducees and everybody, you know, tried to have Jesus kill or did have Jesus killed was because of the fact that he wasn't the King that they thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing is I think a lot of them probably knew that he was, he was God. Like, I think they probably had some very good inclinations that he was God. It just wasn't the God they were expecting, and they were unwilling to change in that. And so, because they thought he was going to be like a conquering king, which he is, and he is coming. They thought it, but they thought it was political. <clears throat> yeah. Like, Pontius, Pontius Pilate, I don't know you pronounce his Pontius, name, was yeah. asking him, he's like, you're the king of the Jews? Where's your kingdom? What is, and Jesus replies, my kingdom is a, a, a spiritual one. You're not a political <clears throat> one you think of. Yeah. And I was like, wow, when I read that, I was like, and what does that even mean, spirit? You know, we say, I feel like that, that word's thrown around so much, and like we almost lose sight of the significance of it. And yeah. I can't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll say that. It's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I mean, I think, well, one, we're, our minds aren't really meant to comprehend it while we're on this earth, but it's definitely. I mean, he's when he's in regards to what he's talking about, like it's a kingdom more real than the one we're experiencing now, you know? Like it's a a world like more, it's kind of like, I feel like when we die, like it's going to be like waking up from a dream almost. Like You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how you think, oh, this is so good or whatever, or this is cool. And then you wake up from some dreams and you realize like, oh, it wasn't even real and it wasn't even that great. Uh-huh. Good night. I love you. Why is he? Why is he a unicorn? He wanted to be. He wanted to be a unicorn. You a unicorn boy? Okay. All right, goofy boy. My nephew is dressed up as you. I don't care. I don't care what he distractions you have. Yeah. What are we gonna do? He's dressed up as a unicorn. Now he's gonna be. I don't want to say. That's no, <laughs> You can say what you want, bro. You blow your reputation, not mine. Uh, <clears throat> no, I don't care. I think it's cute. <clears throat> That's cool. Um, what were we talking about? Transgender? I don't know. I forgot oh, what I was talking about. We're talking about love, man. Love's the answer, man. 
love is something that we can't Yeah, love is the answer, but love doesn't withhold truth most of the time. Or any of the time. Love without truth when you're... And here's another thing, too. I remember what I was going to say. Is I believe what I believe. And I have a very firm standing on what I believe. And I have a very valid reason to believe what I believe. One, biology is on my side. And two, my faith is on my side. Those are the two biggest things for me. But I'm not forcing that on anybody. Like, I'm not forcing anything on somebody else but when somebody comes in and says you're gonna you're forced to call me this like you're forced to do this or you're forced to adhere to this it's like no i'm not and then they call me a bigot and a hateful person and sexist and gino you know it's like i'm not forcing my beliefs on anybody i'm just not adhering to what you believe and i said we could find common ground like let's find a little common ground like i'll call you by your name but i'm not changing two thousand years of you know, documented, recorded human history and what has clearly worked to fit your agenda of how you feel. Wait, what's the, what's the 2,000 years? Well, just, I mean, maybe it's not even 2,000, it's more than 2,000 years, but I'm just saying like our dates, you know, the 2,000 years we have on record and then whatever whatever before that. Wait, what is, what is it that you're talking about that proves your point? I'm just curious. Well, I'm saying like our our timeline goes back two thousand years. That's when it starts. Like before, like, like when our Jesus is born. Yeah, well, that's like the timeline we're on now, and I, so I'm just saying like modern era. Okay. And this has to do with transgender how? Well, because from because we've always identified like we've identified two genders from that time period to now. It was before then, right? Well, I know it is before that, but I'm just saying, okay, let's go back further then. Okay. Well, however many years we know, I'm just saying. Oh, so from, just 2,000 was an arbitrary number? Yeah, but that's when we started recording. Like, I mean, we have recordings of times and stuff, but it's not like time. Like, we don't know when the world started. Mm-hmm. But we know, like, what we call modern era. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So maybe, let's say it goes that's back when further. we started this calendar was 2,000 years ago. Yeah. 2,020 years ago when we started this calendar. Yeah, and since then we've identified two genders okay. that we one could identify by physical appearance, and now we know there's a lot more with sex and with biology that goes into why those two, you know, differentiating genders go, you know, yeah. why they yeah. have their parts and uh, stuff. You know what's funny? I was reading this <laughs> this psychology book the other day it was by Carl Jung, and you ever heard of him? Is he pretty old? Yeah, he's just, like he's dead now. Um, oh, he's old, yeah. But he talked about he was like uh, he was with oh hey Kate. I don't know. Are you? So I'm just gonna narrate right now what's going on. So right now Gus is uh is being uh, approached by somebody in his family. I believe it's a woman. <laughs> it's so funny because <laughs> my sister's husband like walked in as soon as you said that. I think it's a woman. <laughs> I don't hear any chains clanging on the ground, so maybe it's not. Uh, if he's an I'm oppressor, gonna... let me know. I'll call nine one one for you. Okay, they're gone. Those evil people. <laughs> no, yeah. So he was talking about he was talking about this thing called archetypes, and it's like this unconscious <clears throat> deal. You know, things like is 
uh, what you're conscious of is what you can remember and what you're aware of and what you're, what's not conscious to you is what you're not aware of, but it doesn't mean it's not real. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean it doesn't guide your, your life in certain <clears throat> ways. You know, you're talking about like this in psychology and we have a certain amounts of masculine and feminine qualities in our personality <clears throat> and so a lot of them are unconscious and he was talking about that and he said he was talking about how some people can be like men can be dominated by their that feminine that feminine archetype mm. that he called it like he had a name for it it was like either anima or animus and it was but i was thinking about that i was like what if that is an associate like transgenderism like that's where that comes from yeah you know like yeah. that unconscious deal of the feminine or the masculine going in the opposite sex sure and just <clears throat> part of like this unconscious psychology and it was just like i had no about not much of a point there but i just thought it was interesting because i read that the other day mm. yeah yeah I think for me, you know, here's my approach to it is I can't expect somebody, and this is a hard thing because, you know, we see things at surface level and we see values and stuff at surface level. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. No, you're fine. Tell him to keep his clothes on. (laughs) Um, You know, we see things at a surface level and it's really hard, you know, to, to differentiate between that sometimes. But, you know, as Christians... You know, we know we're supposed to live in a different way. And, like, we know we have the Holy Spirit that guides us to live, you know, according to Christ's will. But if somebody doesn't have that, it's very hard for us to expect them to adhere to our rules. You know what I mean? It's very hard for us to. Because, one, we can't force them. You know, God doesn't even force people to do that. Um, But it's very. Yeah, people tried that and it didn't work out so well. Yeah, so it's very hard to be in this world but not of it, but also expect people to live by you know, the laws that we have, because for us as Christians, it should be an outpouring of our heart. Like the Holy Spirit comes in and convicts our heart and like changes things. But for somebody that doesn't have that, they're not under the same convictions and they're not living the same. So for me, I get, this is one of those issues where it's like, you know, it's really tough for me to come into somebody's life that isn't even a Christian and say, well, you're doing this wrong. And because it's like, well, wrong on, you know, under whose authority they're not living under the same authority as me mm-hmm. obviously we're all under it but they're not ad- admitting it to it so like they don't have any reason to like they can say it's wrong for me to live a certain way based on what i believe but i don't have any basis to say what they're living is wrong because they don't have any basis to say what's right and and so i think it's very hard like for me like you know i look at the woman at the well you know this woman had been divorced five times she's living with a guy and that's not her husband and jesus he he convicts that sin but he doesn't do it before she admits that he's jesus mm-hmm. you know she she accepts that he's jesus and then says oh i need to go tell or something like that like oh she says i have no husband and he's like no that's right you've had five so after she's accepted it that he's jesus then he starts coming in and convicting the sin and so and I, I use the analogy too, like a like a child like that runs in the street that's been told don't run in the street. Like let's say there's a speeding car coming and the father goes out and like grabs the child. The first thing that father is gonna do is not be angry with the child. He's gonna be concerned for the child's health and well being. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people miss it, is that they think God is just this evil eye in the sky that's just angry with him. It's like, no, he's actually concerned with your well being. 
and and then he establishes the law in our heart you know then he establishes hey we don't run out in the street because we can get hurt you know and it's for our benefit you know what i mean like it's for Mm -hmm. it's for you know he's physically not going to get hurt if the kid gets hit by the car but it's for our benefit and so also too like so i think it's good to assess like okay I can't expect somebody to live by the same law I live by because the way I I don't even live by the law. I live according to convictions that the Holy Spirit's put on my heart because, you know, the Old Testament people couldn't even live by the law. Like, you know, the Bible says, you know, in the New Testament, like the law was put there to show you that you have sin. Like you're not able to follow it. Like that's why Jesus is here because we can't follow the law. And like having the Holy Spirit like gives us a new heart and being saved gives us a new heart to follow the law, not because we're trying to follow rules, but because we're trying to follow Jesus. And so I can't expect somebody to do that if they don't have Jesus in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think for me, like going on these political issues, like I have to be able to differentiate between that. Like I'll give you an example. <clears throat> like if I go on a date with somebody, and this actually happened recently. If I go on a date with somebody, there's two things I want to know going out of the first date, whether or not I'm going to go on a second date with this person. One is where are they at with their faith and how they answer that first question is going to determine whether or not I even ask the second question. <clears throat> the second question is how do they feel about um, abortion? Are they pro-choice or pro-life? Um, so I can't expect somebody that's not a Christian to think that abortion is sin. So if I get to the like the topic of faith on a date... And they say, no, I'm not a Christian. Well, I'm not even going to ask whether or not they're pro-choice, pro-life because I'm not going to date somebody that's not a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that's a, a preemptive question. Is that the word, preemptive? Anyway, but that's like a, a preluding question that I'll ask or, like, that's something I want to know first. Like, that's most important. Is like, because I don't want to waste my time with somebody that's not, like, on the same, like, going the same place as me. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think... And I'm not dating somebody to convert them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You don't want a project to date. Sure. You date a project. You, know, yeah. you want somebody that has um, a shared set of core values and beliefs, you know, and then, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Know? I think there's, I mean, there's other things too. I mean, we, but we already talked about how you don't want somebody that's your... Uh, you're identical yeah. person, you know, you don't want somebody that's the same person as you, Yeah. but definitely, I think it's definitely a wise choice when you, when you start dating somebody or marry somebody to share the same core values and beliefs. Yeah. And like just, if, even if there's only two or three of them, yeah. you know, but if, yeah. they're that big, if they're on the top of your list, you better make sure that they're covered. Yeah. Those are my two yeah. big, I mean, those are my two biggest ones. And then obviously like some of the other ones trickle down um, from there, but like faith has to be the biggest one. And then, um, like the, I mean, pro-life, pro-choice is probably my second biggest one, I think. Yeah. So just cause I, I couldn't see myself like that would be so conflicting. And I know what people are thinking. They're like, Oh, that's so like, how could you ask somebody that on a second? Date? It's like, why would I not? Or on a first date? Sorry. Like, because if you agree with me, then it's, we're not going to have any issues. You know what I mean? And if you disagree with me, I want to know that right off the bat. Yeah, well, I'm a firm believer too, and not wasting anybody's time. <clears throat> Exactly. Like, I don't want to waste your time. Like, I don't want to, I don't want you to think like that. I'm like the person for you. If, if, you know, I know for a fact, like, I don't believe what you believe. And like, I'm not compromising on these two things. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, and in the Bible too, it talks about like don't be unequally yoked. Like if you think of like two oxen, like in a yoke, if one's pulling the other way, like let's say you're supposed to be going straight and one's pulling the other way, like going a different direction or in like what the Bible's talking about, like somebody being of a different faith or maybe not even on the same level of faith as you, like they're pulling the other way. That's like taking you off like the path you're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, and when you get married, like you're tied to that person. Like yeah. you are like, there's, you're, you're not supposed to get out of that. Like, honestly, like the Bible says like there are like if you like read the Bible for what it is, like there's a good argument that you actually can't be untied from that. Like even if you get a divorce, yeah. So, <clears throat> um, so you definitely want podcast ad. Do a podcast. Want... Do the podcast. Do the podcast. <laughs> what is happening? Are they talking crap on me? No, the top. No, what? They don't even care about you. Okay, you're not. <clears throat> what are you talking about, bro? I got Josh like, Bridges coming on. They're starting a move. Did they already <coughs> start the whole damn thing. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Gus, are you missing out on a movie? Dude. Yeah. How much time you got? We we can be we can be. Yeah. We're forty what forty two minutes in. Forty two minutes in something like that. You want to go another five ten minutes? I hope we go another thirty seconds. Well, I wanted to read this verse real quick, and we can end on that. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Because I think this is kind of my guideline to how I try to live my life. Definitely not perfectly. Um, but it's Matthew 5, 43, 48. And it says, uh, the topic is love your enemies. You have heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, these, these are Jesus' words. And you brought this up earlier. But I tell you, uh, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. I kind of stutter, stumbled on that because the words were really small. But... Yeah, I think it just goes along with what you're saying. Like, <clears throat> that's a tough pill to swallow. Like, not fighting fire with fire, and not, you know. I mean, for me, like I've thought about it. Like, okay, if somebody comes up and hits me, am I not like? And, and the Bible says, turn the other cheek. Like, I don't know. Like, how to distinguish is this just an isolated attack, or like, am I really supposed to turn the other cheek? And so, like, just stuff like that, like, these are things, like, that are really hard to, like, they're tough pills yeah. to swallow. Because if, like, I'm supposed to interpret it literally, it's if somebody comes up and punches you in the face, do not hit them back. And that's tough because, like, one, it probably hurts and I have no clue if they're going to keep attacking me. If I think somebody's going to keep attacking me, obviously, like, they're getting kicked in the nuts and then elbow to the face and, like, it's going to be a bad deal. But, um, but yeah, like, that's tough. Yeah, it's tough to be the bigger man, you know. For sure. Being the bigger man, you have to make the bigger decisions, the harder decisions. Yeah. And uh, that's not, I mean, I, I, I do believe that that is the way to, when you love your enemies and fight and fight anger and hatred, not with that, but with love, yeah. then you'll, you'll get, we'll, we'll finally find some sort of peace. Yeah. You know, instead of everybody just harboring 
bitterness and anger in their heart. Yeah. Well, I think I think it, it too to realize like whether or not you see it, it's the most productive thing to do too. You know what I mean? Like it's the most yeah. beneficial for the situation, even if you can't tell. Okay. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, man, we can we can end there. Um, I don't really have much more to say. I'm pretty tired go- coming into this, but. Um, what are you tired of? <laughs> tired of you? Tired of freaking Carl texting me all the time, like, guys, come on, let me back on the podcast. And, Dude, I know those that those <clears throat> sandbags yours are actually filled with foam. So, I know you're just trying to, you're literally sandbagging a sandbag video. Yeah, you're a great big phony. It's not even 100 pounds, it's like 100 ounces. Nothing. Do you hear me? Hello? No. <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you say that? I got people listening to this. Because I like to start stuff. <laughs> I like to start the pot. And now they're thinking, oh, wait. is he? I got to go check back that video again. Is he really? That's true. That's true. If you guys are wondering what he was referring to, you should definitely go check out my YouTube channel, Christian Robertson. Or I've been doing sandbag workouts and in-home workouts. Super easy. Super cheap. Sometimes free on my Instagram, at Barbell Robertson. You should go check it out. Go follow me. I think that's it, man. I think that's all we got today. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That was my fault. All right. Well, if you guys like this podcast, I would appreciate it if you would uh, just do one thing for us. We don't run any ads, mostly because nobody's asked us to run any ads. <laughs> well, you didn't want to do McDonald's. Shut so. up. I'm trying to talk. Jeez. Uh, we just asked you to do one thing. Please help this podcast grow. Share it with one person, maybe 10 people. I don't know. Whatever you're feeling. Uh, share it to your Instagram. Tag one of us. Um, both our Instagrams will be in the bio. But uh, help get the word out. Help share it. Uh, fastest growing podcast, I think, maybe ever. Yeah. I don't know. I got a lot of big guests on. Uh, like I said, got Isis Lowry coming on um, after this. It's and the then- fastest growing podcast in the 2,000 years. Of, of human history. Why did you question me on that, man? That was such a jerk. I don't move. know. I just don't know where you were going. I didn't know where you. I don't know. I, anyway, hey, it's good though. Sometimes you you pull out some questions. I'm like, dang it, I'm actually gonna have to answer some of these. Yeah. Crap. Opposition. It's cool though, bro. I I knock those flaming darts off. You know. I'm just here to belittle you. That's my shield. My shield. Where's my Bible? Where's my word of truth? Um, yeah, share this podcast with somebody and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you'll, uh, maybe you'll make their hey, day. Share it with anybody. Share it with your grandma. Sh- seriously. Seriously. No, we, we don't run ads. We don't bother you too much. I tell you to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Not like we were talking about, like with a good father, not because it benefits me, but because it benefits you. <laughs> that is so, that is so, professional help. Anyway, um, no, I hope maybe this podcast did something for you guys. Um, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I hope you guys are staying safe in this quarantine, by the way. I really do. So um, maybe somebody needs to hear that message. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. Gus, I freaking hate you. I don't know why I keep bringing you back to this thing. Hey, man, because the numbers don't lie. It's the ratings, man.
Sold out for the ratings. Listen here, pal. Listen here, pal. Um, I bring people in. Gus, you have any final remarks? Any wisdom you want to drop on these people? Uh, you know, don't expect. You know what I found out? You know what I found out the other day, and it, I can't. Believe, I felt so stupid for not realizing it sooner. I felt like I did. I woke up in the morning. I checked off all the boxes of like reading the Bible, praying, and doing all this stuff. Oh, is that how you they, live your life? You just live in a check. I thought boxes. the day That's cool, was man. gonna go great. I was like, I did all this stuff. I did everything you're supposed to do. It's gonna go great. And then it did not. And I was like, why didn't it happen? I was like, oh yeah, because God's not a deal maker. That's that's not His line of work. That's the mm. devil's line of work. He's the mm. one that makes deals. And God just gives it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Like it's literally that's what his name means is I am what I am. Yeah. You know. But that was some of my thought it was interesting. Some of the best advice I've ever got was from you, Gus. Um one, I got two pieces of advice. One, I think was the first piece you told me, was uh Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like nobody you could cares. be you could be, and this is a lot. This really goes back to like um, something my dad said to me that I really that really stuck with me at a young age, and I think is a big reason I am the way I am. But like, excuses get you nowhere, and I think you know it takes a lot of pride to suck up excuses, and it takes a lot of pride to say, yeah, I mean, I just got to bite the bullet. And I think it's kind of along the same lines of what you were talking about. Like nobody cares. Like something bad happens, or you don't get like all the world cares about a lot of times is results. Yeah. So there's no point in making an excuse as to why you didn't get the results. Like take extreme ownership of it, and then, and we can do a whole podcast about that. Maybe that's what we'll talk about next week, like extreme ownership or something. Maybe we'll get Jocko on. Dude, Jocko. Okay, Josh Bridges knows Jocko. Jocko was like his platoon commander. So if I get Josh on, and then, which I'm in the works of doing, that is no that is no joke. Um, maybe you can help me get Jocko on. You never know. You never know. Um, and then the other one is uh, don't believe in fate. So I think I was like really upset about like a girl or something because we kept bumping into each other and I was like, bro, it's meant to be. And then she didn't like me and you were like, bro, don't believe in fate. Like that stuff's stupid. Yeah. You got to stop. <laughs> like, you got to pull yourself together, man. Oh man, I'm such so a broken true, loser. I boast in my weakness. Yeah. I didn't so, know you actually remembered anything I ever said. I don't. Just, all right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down, calm down. All right. Well, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Gus, have a great day, man. Love you. Thank you. See you, buddy. It's nighttime now. Shut up. Goodbye. Think we're done here. All right, America.